Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thistle Farms has a motto, and it's love is the most powerful force for change in the world. Besides being a great motto, it's perfect for this season of love. Thistle Farms helps women coming out of addiction and human trafficking, and there's still time to find the perfect gift made by a woman survivor at Thistle Farms. Visit thistlefarms.org today and use the code WHEREWEARE for 15% off your purchase. Your loving gift will support love's healing power in the lives of women survivors. This is Melissa Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on February 8th, 2023. For our scripture today, I'm going to read from Habakkuk 2. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faithfulness. Indeed, wine betrays him. He is arrogant and never at rest, because he is as greedy as the grave and like death is never satisfied. He gathers to himself all the nations and takes captive all the peoples. Will not all of them taunt him with ridicule and scorn, saying, Woe to him who piles up stolen goods and makes himself wealthy by extortion. How long must this go on? Will not your creditors suddenly arise? Will they not wake up and make you tremble? Then you will become their prey. Because you have plundered many nations, the peoples who are left will plunder you. For you have shed human blood, you have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Woe to him who builds his house by unjust gain, setting his nest on high to escape the clutches of ruin. You have plotted the ruin of many peoples, shaming your own house and forfeiting your life. The stones of the wall will cry out and the beams of the woodwork will echo it. Woe to him who builds a city with bloodshed and establishes a town by injustice. Has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire, that the nations exhaust themselves for nothing? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbors, pouring it from the wineskin till they are drunk, so that he can gaze on their naked bodies. You will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn. Drink and let your nakedness be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you, and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you, and your destruction of animals will terrify you, for you have shed human blood, you have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. Of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman? 
or an image that teaches lies. For the one who makes it trusts in his own creation, he makes idols that cannot speak. Woe to him who says to wood, come to life, or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it give guidance? It is covered with gold and silver. There is no breath in it. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. May God bless the reading of his word. Good morning. I'm your host, Melissa Weir, filling in for Michael Weir as he finishes up a new book manuscript this week. But guess what? I have a surprise. Uh, Last night was the State of the Union address, which we've been previewing. So I've got Michael here with me so that we can give a rundown of the items mentioned in the speech and an overall analysis and feel of the speech. Welcome, Michael. Always glad to be here. (laughs) So on your show. It's really your show. I'm just filling in. You will come back. He will come back. Trust me. Uh, the president started off the so too with congratulating Speaker McCarthy, Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, Senator Mitch McConnell for being the longest serving senator, and Senator Chuck Schumer as the continuing majority leader in the Senate. And then he dove into the rest of the speech. The speech was fairly long, and I counted myself 77 issue areas. So 77, that's right. Um, I will not go through all of them to save you all, but I'll just mention a few of the bigger ones. The economy, jobs, and manufacturing took up a lot of the first 40 minutes. Um, There was even a couple paragraphs on climate change. Bipartisanship was mentioned quite a bit. Democracy was peppered in the beginning and at the end. a bunch of different legislative um, pieces were mentioned. So the Violence Against Women Act, the Electoral Count Reform Act, Respect for Marriage Act, Chips and Science Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, the Affordable Care Act. Those were all touted as victories. And then he mentions a bunch that he would like passed, such as the Junk Fee Prevention Act, the PRO Act, the George Floyd Act, the Equality Act, and the Heath Robinson Pact Act. Um, some other mentions, cancer research really came at the end with a big story. The opioid um, drug crisis came at the end as well. Medicare and Medicaid, prescription drug prices, insulin caps rounded out um, a, a section on that. Um, there was a section on China, of course, but the balloon was not mentioned. Um, there, was a, there was a section on Social Security, um, on, billionaire ta- on, on the billionaire tax, which was interesting to me. Um, the mental health crisis, there's an anti, stuff about anti-fraud, public education, raising teachers' pay. I'll end it there. So, Michael, what highlights would you have for Morning Five listeners about the speech, the room, the guests, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think the first, o- overall, it was an extraordinary focus on the economy. Yes. Uh, manufacturing consumer rights, you know, some people were were using the term populist. I I don't know if I'd Mm -hmm. go that far, but it was a a kitchen table issue, State of the Union, which I think for folks who, you know, hear about our politics and certainly for those who are consuming a lot of political media... To watch that State of the Union, you start you go what, which bizarro, which is the bizarro world, and which is the real world? Is the bizarro world the State of the Union, where the business of government is 
uh, is the economy and sort of the, uh, these uh, you know detailed public policy plan, mm-hmm. or is it um, culture wars and uh, sort of symbolism and all these sort of the petty sort of fights that we that we see, or just you know this kind of very bitter identitarian sort of politics. So, so that was the first thing we saw. President Biden give a speech that um, certainly is the kind of speech that you'd expect from Joe from Scranton. Yes, uh, but. President Biden hasn't always been Joe from Scranton. And so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. whether the the themes and focus of the State of the Union, how far they carry into the coming months. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so that would be the first thing. The second thing, uh, he is running for re-election. Yes, yes. Um, uh, and that's all I'll say there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the third note... Uh, he really did, you know, the in the last, it was, it was quite interesting. In his last State of the Union, it was the unity pieces that seemed to be afterthoughts. And they were sort of wedged in between bold, very stark appeals on social issues. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was completely different. Mm-hmm. He only had one line on row. Yes. Uh, in in the entire State of the Union, and he went almost directly from that into a pretty extensive stretch on a uni agenda, including, as we suggested uh, on this weekend's podcast, a, a strong line that received bipartisan applause on big tech. Social mm-hmm. media. Yeah, big tech regulations. Um, yep. But also a number of other policies, including um, uh, including, sort of in that latter half, he touched on opioid eca- uh, epidemic. He touched mm-hmm. on a range of issues with bipartisan appeal. Mm-hmm. He, he did have a really moving section on law enforcement mm-hmm. uh, and, yeah, I agree. and uh, criminal justice reform. And so, 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 yeah. Th- th- those were some of the th- some of the pieces that stuck out to me. Um, the emphasis on manufacturing, though, is mm-hmm. just quite profound, and it'll be interesting to see. There are some who would say, you know, you're staking uh, a lot of your presidency mm-hmm. on a sector of the economy that some people think. America is just at a inherent disadvantage on, and, and, and manufacturing no is not back. coming back. Um, it's going to be more of a service industry. Yeah. But I think Biden is willing to risk his presidency on mm-hmm. that. Um, and and I saw a Biden today who um, was returning to his roots and was uh, in some ways freed up from what, ironically. I think was a pretty constraining first two years of his presidency mm-hmm. because of the political dynamic of having democratic uh, control of both the House and the Senate, but by very strong margins. So, so that's why I'd, I'd say there. Uh, should, you, you know, the uh, just a couple words on 
uh, Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who is the youngest governor in the country at 40 years of age. She, of course, the daughter of Governor Mike Huckabee, former governor of, of Arkansas and former press secretary for Donald Trump, for President Trump. Uh, governor uh, Sanders gave the Republican response. Uh, it was a pretty s- sort of story, narrative, yeah, heavy response. Interestingly, the front half was was um, uh, more partisan and had more s- sort of red meat mm-hmm. um, and and some lighter sort of so, some less divisive policy items and then some stories on the on the on the back end. Um, it definitely was pretty jarring to go from. And, and I think this has been something that's been consistent for quite some time, uh, jarring to go from a state of the union that, yes, had its points of disagreement. Th- this one, more than most, one thing I neglected to mention is something that will be discussed today and in the days ahead will be the repeated, pretty widespread yelling, shouting disagreements mm-hmm. from Republicans, yes. uh, including some pretty incendiary things being said, including mm-hmm. uh, blame, say, saying that Biden himself was personally to blame for uh, for 70,000 fentanyl deaths uh, mm-hmm. in, in the country. Just it's not how, say, the unions always used to be in this mm-hmm. country. Uh, but but n- nonetheless, jarring to go from sort of uh, a president speaking for an hour, 20 minutes about sort of how they view and want to uh, portray their agenda to a 10, 15 response that is, you know, pretty hard hitting and presents a totally different picture. And and Governor Sanders definitely uh, did that, I think, for many Republicans uh, will, will view it as an a, a politically effective Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, job. So that's that's a quick quick recap. Yeah, and I thought that his mention of the word pride and possibility several times, those yeah. were, were motifs, and I think it'll be very interesting to see how they play out, specifically after he most likely announces that he is running in 2024, how those will be integrated into his campaign and how those ideas, I think, will be quite appealing to voters who maybe are independents or Republicans and are looking for a way to vote for him. Um, and then I just have to say that I was very pleased with his section on China. He chose the exact tenor that I had talked about uh, on Sunday's episode, episode 52, where I wanted his tone to be very firm, where he basically said the United States has a right to its own sovereignty. You know, it was alluding towards the balloon, but also to, it was definitely engaging diplomatic of China, uh, towards China. And that's the exact tone that I think he needed to take. So I thought that was interesting. So that's it for today. Let's close as always with Dallas Willard's version of the Lord's Prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad, because you are the one in charge and you have all the power, and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. 
By the way, I played our So Too bingo last night, and I got a bingo twice. Uh, Hope you had a little fun with that. See you tomorrow. Be well.